well, here's an American comparison. It feels like Justice League. Hmm. If you watch the four hour, five hour, whatever long version, and then turn oh, around and better. watch, and then turn around and watch the two hour version that they released in theaters. You know why the two hour version? Now, look, I didn't love the other, the long ass version either, but it certainly was far and away better. Welcome to the What's Up Everybody podcast. We fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co hosts, Matt and Heiner. Yeah, better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead and hit that follow, subscribe, like, bell notification buttons. Tell a friend about us. Tell a army general, super soldier about us, a political scheming human being. But there's a num- there's like a whole slew of people you could tell about for this. Very many characters. But movie. Uh, yeah, like anyway, we'll we'll get into that. But first, um, as always, we are sponsored by our friends over at Manscaped, and we appreciate that. And so for that, just quick tell you about them. Hey, look, it's Valentine's Day, so roses are red, violets are blue. Trim your balls, and your date will thank us too. Uh, what's up, fellas? Valentine's Day is knocking, and Manscaped is the remedy for what the love doctor ordered. His prescription, the all-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, designed to elevate your grooming game and shine like the heartthrob you are. Join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer where you can go to manscaped.com to snag 20% off plus free shipping with the code, the verdict, all one word, the verdict, um, get a lot of stuff with that performance package 5.0. We, we got it. You get the, the, the actual lawnmower. Oh, it's going. See that light. It has a light. I like the light. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> You get the yeah, blinded our my co-host there. So yeah, you get that. Um, you get a whole series of other things: the nose trimmer, nose and ear to hair trimmer, which we know Madsen's more efficient sneezes. Really thank him for Earth Manscape for sending that over to us. Um, and uh, yeah, so you get a lot of two free goodies. Um, you get the weed whacker nose trimmer, Manscape's liquid formulation. So a couple other things that you get for like creams and things like that for your balls feels real nice. I've used them. Um, but yeah, I've enjoyed the kit. It's really nice. You guys should go grab it. But uh, before I give my call to action one more time, Matt said, I think you have something prepared for us for Valentine's Day. Uh, I do. In the realm of Manscaped, where the lawnmower's king, a redhead fiery, makes the heart sing. Valentine's Day, a time for lovers dance. In the moonlight, they take a chance. His chest, once wild, now neatly tamed by the lawnmower, its powered fame. Underneath the crimson hue, their hearts beat fast, feelings grew. Her flame, her hair aflame in the night, their bodies close, holding tight. Valentine's Day, a day of desire, their passion, like the lawnmower's fire. A raunchy tale of love and trust, in the lawnmower's magic, they place their lust. On this day, they let it be, in the manscape, groomed and free. <laughs> My favorite part is all your poems are deal with a redhead. I know, I love it. <laughs> Staying true to the ginge, real ginge, baby. <laughs> Manscape out. Oh, I love it. So, with that, if you need to kick off like the fiery specimens in the poem, there, uh, make sure to go get your twenty percent off. And hey, shipping. If you want to have a day of desire, a night of passion, and you want to get moonlight. yourself prepped and ready in the moonlight. Maybe without the the redhead, but I wish you did. 
Manscaped. Love it. Yeah, so go get that 20% off plus free shipping. Use the code the verdict, all one word at manscaped.com. It's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code the verdict because your grooming upgrade awaits and ready to charm your Valentine's dates. I'm not as good as the rhyme. Dates the rhyming, like but. plural? I mean, nice. Yeah. This one is geared towards the gentleman. I probably should have done the few. We just have mostly men listeners. So, I, you know, sticking to the demographics, but go get the manscape stuff. There's a lot of stuff to choose from. Go pick it up. Uh, with that, thanks again, Manscaped. We're going to talk today about the movie. Well, continuing. Sorry, it is February. We're continuing our go big or go home. Movies that go all out over the top. Uh, continuing on with the movie Red Cliff. It was released in the United States, December 4th, 2009. It was released in 2008 in China. Um, it was written and directed by John Wu. Uh, there are a couple other writers, Kan Chan and Cheng Kuo. It stars, and I apologize. I know if you have anybody listening that <laughs> can pronounce these names, it ain't me. So I apologize for butchering these, but I'm going to go through. Stars Tony Lun. Thank goodness for him. I know that name. Uh, Takeshi Kinoshiro, Fengji Shang, Shang Chen, Wei Zhao, Jun Hu, Shido Nakamura, and Shiling Lin. Um, that was really good, JJ. I'm proud of you. God, that was stressful. Um, the first chapter of a two-part story centered on a battle fought in China's Three Kingdoms period of 220 to 280 AD. Um, yeah, that's all the synopsis we have for this particular film. But Alec, this was a your choice. And I'm curious. So I've watched it. I have beefs with it. There are parts. I'm not, I'm close to the same page as Matson, but I'm not fully on the same page. There were parts of this film that I enjoyed, but there were parts of this film that I did not enjoy. But I have to ask, where like the context behind this film? Where did you see it first? Like what made you choose it for the over the top yeah, month be, of February? Just be sure to talk about your miserable childhood. <laughs> So the first time, so I, I will preface this. So what we watched was the theatrical version. Sure. Thank goodness. Which is the six hours. Like I'd never have that back. Okay. Hold that thought, Matson, yeah, because yeah. what we saw was really about 40% of the movie. Yeah. So it was nowhere near the theatrical version is not something I'm a super fan of. 40%. Mm. How long is the actual cut? Six it's hours. This six is hours. like two two hours and 15 minutes or something like that is what we watched so the first time i saw redcliffe was the full six hour version and mm -hmm. i saw it with javier javier's brother-in-law uh put this on and i was like wow this is good um it took forever to watch it but i mean you know kind of like an all-nighter movie thing i was like this is awesome uh so i found it through javier uh watching it and then i watched i i watched it once kind of forgot about it a little bit until a few years later, like popped up on some streaming service. Right. Um, but it was a theatrical version. And I was like, this is stupid. What, what? I don't remember. Like, I remember this being better. And so that's when I first figured out that there was like two versions of this and what I wanted to watch or, but you two, you know, I couldn't force you into it was that six hour version because my biggest beef with the theatrical version is it hits all of the important moments. Mm -hmm. but it does not explain why they're important. And so you have a ton of stuff that's left out. And honestly, you're left with kind of these moments that if you look at it, it seems to be choppy editing because it is, 
But I honestly thought when I picked this that this would be something that's right up Matson's alley. It's got that action kind of piece to it. It's based on the romance of the Three Kingdoms, which mm-hmm. is an amazing storytelling. Um, and I, I honestly thought, Matson, that this would be something that you were all oh, in yeah. on. Well, let me preface that the parts that you thought I would like. Oh, yeah. I mean, like the, like the epic battle scenes, like the choreography, they blend kind of the maybe thing of like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like some of the the physics, obviously not super realistic. And so, but it was awesome. I mean, it leaned into what it leaned into. That part of it was amazing. OK, no good. Like, so I got that right. The part that you <laughs> thought I would like, Hundo P, like it was great. It's just the parts that JJ and I will probably it's you even kind of said it though i can even yeah. see areas where i knew and i knew we were missing large chunks of this because you kind of set this up when we were watching that's hard but also i knew i didn't want to watch a six-hour movie so you're kind of damned if you do damned if you don't and that's really how i feel about this movie overall based off the theatrical version specifically and that's fair i completely agree uh like i'll, I'll tell you one that really i am legitimately mad that they left out is near the beginning where you have the kid who's playing the flute mm-hmm. and there's this kind mm-hmm. of thing about appreciation of soldiers who can fight and appreciate music so the second half of this kind of interaction is the reason why this kid and the old man are there are because uh some of the soldiers stole a cow from their village and so they were coming to talk to the general about it and there's this big moment where they kind of you know go down to the troops and there's this thing of like you know what should we do to the thieves right and all the soldiers like chanting for blood and you see the guys who stole the cow you can tell because their boots are all muddy or whatever it is right because they went through the rice paddy so uh you know tony loon's character sees this and sends their entire company to like run through the mud and it's pointed out that you know oh this is a guy who cares about people cares about a second chance um type of a thing they got enough of the you know feeling all their you know fellow soldiers calling for their blood essentially that's enough to almost set him straight. And then he doesn't actually punish them or do anything to them, but he knows they know type of a thing. Mm-hmm. So it sets up the stage for a guy who, you know, cares about his troops, cares about the people who he serves with. So that later down the line where he takes the arrow uh, for that other guy, it makes a lot more sense other than just out of the blue, someone he hasn't really had any at- interaction with jumping in front of an arrow. You're kind of like, what? You know what? This doesn't make any sense. So throughout the entire film, there's stuff like that. And it's like, ah, I've seen the real version. So I know what's wrong and I hate it. (laughs) But to your point, yeah, like the six hour long version is a slog to get through. (laughs) No argument from me there. It is. But the watching all the way through is how I recommend people watch Red Cliff. Because otherwise you get that feeling like Matt, you said, like, I'm missing something, but I don't know what I'm missing. Yeah. Well, and I, okay, so before I jump into some talk about the movie, I have to backtrack a little bit. You got introduced to this movie from Javier. Like, yeah, I was going to say, did he survive? <laughs> I was going to say, was, I mean, obviously he didn't pay attention to 90% of six-hour movie. I can't get that guy to pay attention to a 30-minute conversation. So it was it was it was mostly javier's brother-in-law okay okay <laughs> let's level that playing field first but yeah because javier much to like i think all of us right big action scenes like shoot sure. awesome right yeah and you get a lot more in the six hour version sure but i will say javier fell asleep <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 okay okay, okay. This thing. I, was gonna say, I 
look, I love that kid to death, but I had to make sure that he didn't get credit for introducing you to an interesting film because this guy couldn't like he has the attention span of a gnat, and I love him. I call that's why I call him my favorite water skeeter because like we can't watch movies with depth because yeah. <laughs> when he was on because he would shit all over him because he couldn't. Yeah, but I love him. But that's just true. So that shocked me when you said, "I was like, wait, what?" Yeah, but also <laughs> I don't know six hours. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, but like Javier was really big in the Dynasty Warriors. Oh, like oh yeah, video Asian. game. And so this is the same storyline, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Romance type of thing. So that oh, I think helped with that. the transition because you know you see characters like Liu Bei and everything that are yeah. in the game, and yeah. it's I mean that game is you know just about as hack and slash as you can get. Awesome I totally fun. forgot about that game. That takes me yeah. Down. And so yep. he kind of had that bridge, which helped a little bit. But yeah, gotcha. So there we gotcha. go. Fair enough. Should we, should we do some trivia real fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down for it. How much did this movie gross worldwide? Worldwide. Uh, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you some guardrails. Zero to five hundred million is your guardrails. Four hundred sixty. I was about to say three hundred twenty million. Two fifty. Oh, it still is one of the making it the one of the highest grossing films for Asian cinema. Uh, So quite, quite successful there. Um, let me think. Let me find another one here. Um, one thing it's not so much trivia, but one thing that I thought was super interesting is one of the reasons the action scenes are so intriguing is because each individual like extra fighter had their own choreographed movements that they were supposed to perform, and wow. I think that really pays off in this movie because I it's I actually went back a little bit and watched some of these battle scenes. And I was like, wow, like you can really appreciate that attention to detail for sure. For sure. Um, Let's see. It's funny. This movie has far less. It's probably because it's an international film, far less interesting things to say. It is the most expensive Asian film finance to date, which by the sheer amount of people they had in this movie, it's hard not to think that. Well, in the length you have that much, because I guarantee it was a long film time. Yeah, well, so what's unique about this is they actually had two separate full-blown film crews. Wow. Okay. Like, so it's basically they were shooting like they were shooting two movies, which I can't think of many. It's part one and part two. <laughs> yeah, as yeah. I say, technically they did because it was, but I'm wondering if like they split the time between the two or if it was just two so each different film. The film's production was so large that it required two units shooting simultaneously. John Woo directed the main unit while the second unit was directed by his longtime collaborator, Wu Yi. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I can't think of many movies that probably have done that. That's probably a, a handful. Yeah, at most. That's a lot of cost. Yeah, a That's, lot. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think... Definitely a movie of of epic proportions, and I think that's a, that's where most of the the fun facts surround. It's just a huge, huge undertaking. I can't even imagine the person that did like that was head of costume, for instance, for this movie. My goodness, like wow, or yeah. makeup, like whoa, yeah, yeah. Any kind of war films like this, where you have like the old hand to hand combat style archery stuff, like. That kind of makes me, I'm like always like woof, especially before they started being able to digitally add people into like battles and things like that. You're like, woo, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of extras to manage and like dress. And yeah, that's crazy. Cause it's, yeah. it's epic how big the battles are. Sure. 
they're huge and, and impressive. And that yeah. was that's what I like most about this movie. What it leans into, it leans into well. But the like the action, I mean, some of the best large scale action scenes I've seen, and that's a, a high compliment for me because I mean I love like Braveheart, uh, Patriot, big movies that have big scenes like that. This movie stacks right up there with the best of returns. And in some ways, maybe probably is more impressive than those. Um, I, I, they do it really, really well. Where this movie, it's not so much that it's a long, what was hard for me is some of the acting is just, and it, maybe it's because of the editing too, but some of it's just not, some of the characters, like they're just too dry and too i don't know there's not enough depth for, to them and then some characters are very well acted because they're famous they're good but they don't pair up with some of these other people i'm like well it almost seems fairy tale-ish versus not enough development and then i just get confused and like i'm interested and then somewhat disinterested and i don't know like the they're being over the top when they're acting this way. But then some people like I can really feel the emotion. So it's just a lot of confusing individuals on screen. And I feel like it didn't blend as well as they wanted it to. And I think a big problem with it is just this movie is so big. You, you got to have a lot of people to play a lot of things. And it's just it got a little convoluted for me. Do you have one specific actor in mind? Oh, well, my favorite one that plays this really small part is a, he's not even a main I had to pull up the whole casting, but there's a the guy that um, he had like these really big like sideburn into beards and he would just like yell at people every time. And like, I don't remember. He's not like a big part, but gotcha. I remember every scene that he was in. I was like, this person's really detracting from the acting that's surrounding him to the point where there's got to be like, I don't know. It's just terrible. That the individual was terrible to me. Was it a guy who looked like a bear? Yes. That guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that that is i think suffers from the story if i'm right mm. the because that's zhang fei i think is who you're talking about and so he would be your uh for put in the parallel with the uh, odyssey he's like ajax mm. you're a big bear of a person that just beats the shit out of people <laughs> so yeah no i can see that and some of his scenes were cut uh and the actor just really leaned into that uh, yeah, like character from the book. So, yeah, I can see that how that would turn you off a bit. 100%. <laughs> I go into a movie like this, like already at a disadvantage, and it's my own fault it's because I'm a fucking shitty human being that doesn't like to read. I don't like foreign films. Oh, I didn't even language think about films this. because I didn't even I, bring this up. I don't <laughs> like reading dialogue. Like it drives me crazy. But the problem is, and I've talked about this before on this podcast because. I think when we watched, uh, what's the one, the, was it a Korean film where they take over the house? They, oh, yeah, I should be able to name it. It's very famous. Yeah. Uh, no. Respect! <laughs> <laughs> I, that might have been better if it was a foreign language film. Um, <laughs> no, the anyway, that film, I can't think, I, it's, it, the name of it's escaping me. But, like, I, we talked about this before where I hate, I don't like watching foreign language films because I don't like reading it. it and, and it's not because I have a problem. It's because I can't, we go back to my ADHD. I can't focus on what's happening in the film visually, which is where I go and read at the same time. So I feel like I'm missing something. So it bothers me the whole time. Anyway, it's a me thing. It's not because the movie's bad or anything like that. 
But the problem I have is I also can't stand English dubbed because it doesn't, again, visually it distracts me and I'm like, oh God. And it doesn't translate well all the time. So I'm like, "Mm, this doesn't work for me. So anyway, I'm in this quandary of like, I want to not have problems with this movie because of that, but I do. And then you add on the fact that I could visually, like I could tell how choppy this version is edited and it drove me crazy to the point that I was about to go watch the six hour version because I'm like, I feel like I want to like this film, but I have all these things that are my own issues working against me, but maybe I can live with the, the subtitles if I'm not missing out on contextual pieces of the film, because I had moments where, and I love Tony Lung. Like I, and I was really glad that he starred in Shang-Chi. Like I've only known him from Ip Man, the original Ip Man and then Shang-Chi. And now going into it, I was like, Oh, I really liked him in Shang-Chi. I think that helps me. And he does great in this film. Um, and so I'm like, I'm rooting for the char- some of the characters, some of the characters I'm with Matt's and I'm like, Oh, this was rough. But some of the characters I'm really rooting for them and I want them. But then like, I would be like, wait, what just happened? This feels rushed and weird and awkward. And so my brain, I'm like, I should go watch this six hours, but I didn't have, there was no way I was like, I can't, I don't have the time to go sit down and watch six hours in time to be able to do this recording. Now, with that said, I've, told myself that i'm gonna chunk out i've already watched this but i'm gonna take it and i'm gonna chunk it out because i am interested to see if it impacts me and i'll probably do a short on whether or not it makes a huge difference for me on this theatrical version for us dumb americans that can't handle watching long-term television or or movie or if it's there's really enough issues that i just didn't enjoy the film but it really made it hard for me to enjoy the film how choppily edited it was. And I felt like we were skipping a lot of context and I'm like, Oh, this is rough. And even in the IMDb, I was laughing because it said part one. And I'm like, no, this is all of it edited into one film. Like this is, and it, it feels like it, it, it feels like, well, here's an American comparison. It feels like justice league. If you watch the four hour, five hour, whatever long version and then turn oh, around and better. watch and then turn around and watch the two hour version that they released in theaters, you know why the two hour version. Now, look, I didn't love the other the long ass version either, but it certainly was far and away better than the two hour version. And I think this suffers from that same issue of there is so much good shit that I don't get to use to make a true judgment on this film from what I would like. Now, do I think I'm going to be like, this is the greatest film ever? No, but I think that I will like it more if I watch all of it, because I feel like I can put the pieces together. Um, So that's, yeah, I think that was my big issue. It's still daunting to think about six hours though. I don't think I disagree with anything you said there. I just don't think I can give another six hours of my life it's funny because we will binge watch things and do things like that but oh man it's just woof. one thing i want hollywood to go back to is just let's keep things to an hour and a half to two hours like let's let's try the, watching something like this again like man like we just keep stretching 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 and usually it doesn't work out in a movie's favor sure i may be able to suggest 
part two is what got cut more. Gotcha. So a lot of part one, you don't miss out on anything super important. There's some cool stuff, but part two is where it really, you can tell where they goofed up and they took out a lot of the humor and a lot of the character building Mm -hmm. um, that comes at the end. For example, uh, like the very end kind of sequence, right? You get a shot of the King of the Southland sister mm-hmm. uh, who's like crying in the middle mm-hmm, of a mm-hmm, bunch of dead mm-hmm. bodies. Okay, that is a callback to when she was a spy in the camp earlier mm-hmm. in this season. She made a couple friends. Um, so that is like a huge moment, a huge part of the character development. And they cut the entire storyline out and all you get is her crying in the field of bodies. And you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was very confused. You're like, what? Why? But if you watch the whole thing through, you understand why. Um, and it's like, oh, OK. But it's like you, you should just cut that part out, too, at that point. Yeah. You're not gonna the whole story, the ending doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, and I think that's the part that I think I got most frustrated by was the little bits of pieces that I was like what huh because there were moments where i just literally was like huh i don't what is who why what's going on and i think that part really and then i would sit and go what did i miss did i miss something i rewound like i went back a couple times going did i miss something like and i skipped around trying to find where i missed something because i'm like i and it got and i finally was like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna watch the whole thing and finish it and then bitch about it in the podcast they needed they needed the mother cutter from jaws yeah yeah (laughs) exactly yeah so i mean that's attributable to poor editing but it's frustrating because john woo's such a great director he's made some horrible movies but he's a great director like and when it comes to action sequences and things like that which this movie completely leans into and, and and proves he's phenomenal at that like outrageously good so yeah anyway that would be my suggestion is you might be able to save yourself a couple hours and just watch part two part two (laughs) and get the majority of the stuff that you were missing out on that's fair i still think i'll probably do six because i may not remember a boy yeah i i think i'm just gonna do i'm gonna do six in two hour blocks and just go okay today i'm gonna watch the first two then i'm gonna watch the middle two then i'm gonna watch the third two because like i know i can't sit through all six hours like i'll want to shoot myself because i can't handle that much of that but like i think i can do two hours at a time and especially if i have more buy-in to what's going on so i'll let you know i'll put it i'll, I'll record a short and talk about how much of an impact it has between the theatrical version and and the six hour version but if any nothing else i'm excited for the additional battle scenes and things because to Matson's point and yours, that those were outrageously fun to watch. Like, and I'm not a huge fan of like of wire work in films. I talked about that during it, it Man Four when we did that. And I'm I don't love wire work, but the wire work in this was good. Like I was like, it's not so outrageous that I was like, what do they got? Mystical powers, but I was like, okay, there's an adrenaline jump there to jump over the back of a horse and stab a guy in the back of the neck with an arrow. Like, I can get behind that, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, it it works for me. Like I can suspend my my suspension of disbelief was in place enough that the wire work was good enough and didn't look wonky at all to me. So I was like, okay, I'm fine. I'm good. I know it's unrealistic, but I'm okay with that. Oh yeah, like my favorite. 
my favorite guy is the guy with the big beard. Yeah. Right? And there's that sequence where he like takes a spear, stabs someone, then grabs their spear and stabs the next uh, guy. Yeah. So yeah. they shorten that sequence in the original oh, version. Really? That goes on longer and it is fabulous because he just goes down the entire line of people stabbing him with a spear. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you want to just be like, maybe just all try and stab him at once and he'll die. <laughs> yeah. But we don't want to do that. Yeah. But there were some interesting battle choices too, like the circle in that first, I think it's the first or the second major battle the like, tor- that the they did. Tortoise. Yeah, the tortoise yeah. with the and then the like the cavalry, like at least a couple guys on horses are in the middle. And but then you have that freaking string thing with all the cutting mm-hmm. through it. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I was like, I just don't think about most of the time when you see like the old warfare like that it's swords and axes and bows and arrows you don't think about how creative some of these armies got with how to break up these seemingly un- unbeatable tacks right like the turtle or like you know it, they were doing the same thing with like the the trojans and like the spartans and like they would have these crazy battle tactics that would just overwhelm or shock and confuse and then once they these creative generals and soldiers figure it out like it's interesting to so i love that they showed some of that like it wasn't just like we don't know how to beat this arrow catching they need to get like fifty thousand arrows let's yeah. figure it out <laughs> that's another one that got shortened because the game is it's actually so the strategist for the what's his bucket uh the lube strategist mm-hmm. and tony leone's character they actually bet their lives on each thing so it's actually a hu- it's a humorous part the way they do it because mm. the little patsy who's with the strategist it keeps telling like what are you doing like you, you know you haven't done anything yet it's it's tomorrow and you haven't made a single arrow <laughs> <laughs> and so it's kind of a cool thing because they each have their task and they bet their lives pretty much on the outcome of doing it so there's some humor thrown in there as well hmm. which they cut out and it's like ugh. like it means so much more when you get the funny yeah 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 i'm very interested because there were some the other moments too like that i didn't feel like paid off like tony luke's character like in that same battle with the turtle thing and then i i can't remember the other character but the one that's in the white and he's sitting up there on the the ballast with them or whatever and so when he he's looking and it's like oh shit there's a problem they figured out how to break this a little bit they're in trouble and he looks down and he's gone and i'm like and he smiles like oh shit now they're in it right and I, but there's to me i was like there's got to be more to that relationship than what i see in this two hours and 15 minutes because i like what i get between those two but i want more and so i'm like what else am i missing and then I want more like of all of his relationships with the because obviously Tony Lung's like the center of most of this as far as his character and how he like the learning that we can get from it from that side. And so it's like he does so good. I want to see more. And so every time I'm like, wait, but what about wait, he doesn't interact with this person anymore. Like, what the fuck? So like, yeah, that's another part that really bothered me. I was like, but what about this guy? And what about that person? And then, you know, so it's just interesting, but love the battle scenes. The, the fight scenes are outrageous. And I'm not usually a fan of like the spraying weird blood, but I was okay with it in this too. Like, that's another one that I was like, it works. Like, it wasn't like, 
arterial spray constantly, but there was enough to go, oh yeah, there's some blood spatter there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in. I like it. So yeah, it was interesting to say the least, I think. I'm in better than what I was hoped for. Yeah, yeah. I, I will apologize for March because uh there's another foreign film on there. That's okay. <laughs> I bitch about it, but at the end of the day, I I still appreciate the value of a good film. And <laughs> It just makes it really hard for me. So it's just me bitching about my own shortcomings and disorders being able I just, to. I just get a mad wife who's like, really? This is what we have to watch tonight? I'm like, it's not my fault. <laughs> I did laugh at the text going, she's pissed. <laughs> yeah, she was not happy. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But I, yeah, I, I, overall, I, didn't hate it that's a win sure didn't didn't hate it but definitely did not love it yeah so should we rate it let's Let's, do it let's do it all right alec your movie you're first buddy okay so this is a very much of a conundrum for me okay because the original version the six hour long one is a five all Mm. day long the theatrical version that we just watched is a one all day Mm. long so I'm stuck with this because I feel like since this is what we watched, I got to split the difference between the two and go two and a half. Now, with that being said, I highly, 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 highly recommend anybody who does watch this, watch the law and six hour version, break it up, do whatever you have to. It It's better to watch that than to watch the theatrical version. You might as well just not watch it at all if you're not going to watch the full one. So I'm going to go two and a half middle of the road. Fair enough. Um I'm going to give it a little lower. I'm going to give it a two. Thankfully, I'm not tainted by having watched the six hour version in the future. I will be, but I will say that the editing and the choppiness and like the feeling that I'm missing context and that was balanced out. Okay. By the action scenes, like anytime the war was going on and the fighting was there and the fight scenes, like I wanted more of that. And that was awesome. But I will say that, like, the actual character development suffered heavily from the editing without even realizing what I'm missing. I know I'm missing something, and it really hurt me liking characters that I liked and I wanted to see more of or understanding the dynamic between characters that obviously is probably part of the film, the long version, but it didn't make it to this cut. There were just so many, like, random, like, what the hell's happening? Like, where did this come from moments that didn't make sense to me? that it distracted, but what the battle scenes make up for drives it high to it gives me, lets me give it a two. Cause I really enjoyed the action in the film a lot, which is weird for me. Cause I don't usually like, I like like some of them, but usually multiple just big group battles isn't my thing, but I like this one a lot. So two for me, uh, Matt's in, uh, give it a two love the action. If I didn't know that this movie was six hours and I'd watched it, not knowing it was edited, I would be really confused because there'd be so many things missing. But the fact that I knew that at the same time still bothered me. So like I said, kind of Dan, if you do, Dan, if you don't type principle. I don't know if it's worth watching just for the action. It It's interesting. It's the fact that it has subtitles and such like it, it definitely is an, a mental investment into the movie. Uh, whether you're watching the shorter or the long one, 
I don't plan to ever watch this movie again, uh, but it was fun to remember like kind of what Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon felt like in those like over the top movies. This movie definitely does that. So it'll be remembered, but uh can't say I'll ever watch it again. Two is a lot better than I thought. Yeah, I for real. That. Yeah. <laughs> I think overall it was a success, Alec. You got higher scores than I thought that you would get from the two of us. So well done. I will say something else that bothered me real quick is the weird English oh, overdub. Like I texted I you like, guys about that. I was like, what the hell? And I realized it's, left to that add, out. it's to add, so, try to add some of the missing context. But I'm like, I was so like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, who is this dude? It bothered me really bad. So yeah and i'm assuming the six hour version doesn't have that doofus in it because i was like what is it and then he does it at the beginning i'm like okay fine and then he does it like 10 minutes later and i'm like wait what why there's a package of stuff yeah i know and i was just like oh god this is terrible so yeah he bothered me that was bothersome so anyway i had to get that out there but with that alec tell everybody where they can find us Happy to. Thank you for tuning into our review of Redcliffe. Matson and JJ just barely missed the shit list, but they really aren't wrong <laughs> with anything they said when it comes to the theatrical version. Uh, if you watch Redcliffe, watch the full version again. Do not watch this hunk of junk. Uh, that being said, I still think it qualifies for go big or go home. Uh, but if you disagree, let us know in the comments. Uh, special thanks to our current patrons. The Return of the Ginge, Will Carlson and Richard. Uh, for the selection, this was Return of the Ginge. You the man. Uh, check us out on YouTube every Monday. We release a new episode, and uh, this is week two, right? Week two of Go Bigger mm-hmm. Book Go Home. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple more left. With that, I will kick it back to the Sultan of Swat, the Great Bambino Ajayjay. Yeah, thanks, Alec, and yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it, and we'll catch you on the next one. Whoa. Bye. Hasta la vista, baby. Cinematic.